This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. Wow, what a wonderful Sunday morning. God is not a man that should lie. Neither is the son of man that should repent. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's read this scripture again. Psalm 50 and then we read verse 5. Before we take our seat, let's just read it together again. Gather my saints together unto me those that are made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Mm. What is it with God and sacrifice? Then let's read the answer. It's in Exodus 20, 24. What does the Bible say there? We're ready for service and I want us to read it again. Exodus 20, 24. An altar of art thou shalt make unto me Thou shalt sacrifice thereon thy burnt offerings, and thy peace offerings, and thy sheep, and thy oxen, in all places where I record my name. I will come unto thee, I will bless thee. Anywhere sacrifice is offered in the right way, God said, I will come. Wow. God bless you. Can have your seat this morning. I will come. So there is a way to get him to come. Mm. <laughs> Numbers 23. I said that all we do for first, second, and third service today, just introduction to sacrifices and author. Because ultimately we'll talk about the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And then we'll talk about sacrifice of your body as a living sacrifice. Romans 12. Only an acceptable unto God which is your reasonable worship. It's not we don't only teach on Sunday. We instruct as led by the Spirit. If you don't present your body as a living sacrifice, I'm just being directed to say something for a minute on that one. You are going to get into trouble. Yeah. If you have read 2 Samuel chapter 11, the Bible says in the days when kings were going to battle, David sat at home. And because he sat at home, he saw Bathsheba having a bath. Ended up taking her for himself and killing her husband. If David was told a month to that time that you will get someone else's wife, he would say, no, I can't do that. And if David was told that, you know, you are going to kill somebody for a woman, he would say, no. Because this same David that wouldn't even kill the person that wanted to kill him, that was Saul. He forgave Saul cheaply. He had all the legal justifications to have killed Saul 
if David killed Saul in retaliation, nobody would have blamed him. But he could forgive Saul because there was love in his heart. But he never imagined that one day, don't overestimate yourself. Do not go where God does not want you to go to. You will do more than you bargain for. Hallelujah. Don't be alone with who you should not be alone with. You might surprise yourself. <laughs> Amen. When Peter said that, Lord, if all forsake you, I swear I will not do that. He wasn't bragging. He was speaking based on what he was sure of at that moment. But Peter did not know. He could say that affirmatively. He could say that confidently because he was standing before Jesus. In his presence, you receive strength. But the Bible says when Jesus was arrested, Peter was falling from afar. If you allow a gap between you and the master, you will do the unthinkable. I think it was on Wednesday. I don't know whether on Wednesday or Thursday. I told them, Jesus appeared to regenerate in a vision. All took him. He was caught up into what you call like open vision. And beside the mountain, he saw Jesus. Who came? He was walking towards him and towards one man. And then he had a lamp in his hand, a torch. This ancient kind of torch that you, something like a triangle with fire burning on it. And he gave the man. I said, this is what they call movements on that. Faith movement, holiness movement. When I give this to a man, it will not just be a man or God or a pastor. It will bring a message to the body that will spread around the entire body. So this is kind of, uh, it does not, when God gives you a touch, Whatever comes from you will become of a kind of international standard. It spreads beyond the boundary. So Wesley brought the holiness move. Papa Egin and some of them brought the faith message that is all over the world. It's a movement. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the man held it. And the man said to Jesus that this is very light and fragile. And Jesus said no. What I just gave to that, that thing you are holding your hand is heavier than the whole lad put together. He said, it is light in your hand because you are standing by me. I'm the burden bearer. My presence makes it very easy for you to lift it up. He said, if you ever drink, that moment becomes so heavy that you have to put it down. He said, many that I have given it to in the past, I've laid it down. When he said, the touch itself and when the Lord wants to pay attention, he told the man, he said, this touch I've given you, the touch itself can distract you from seeing me. And as the man was looking at the touch, he found that the touch was a living thing. The touch began to breathe. And he saw a sign of life on the touch and he kept looking. And then he was discovering more and more things about the touch. And all of a sudden, he started getting heavy in his hand. Then he lifted up his hand and said, Jesus had moved some steps away. And he told me, I said, I just told you that the touch itself can distract you from seeing me. When I give you a touch, you hold the touch with your hand, you'll keep your eyes on me. Looking unto Jesus. The author, there is nothing Jesus gives you that will not compete with Jesus in your life. Oh Lord, I need the son. Lord, I need the son. Why are you not in church? My son was crying. (laughs) 
Lord, I need husband, I need husband. Why need to pray this morning? My husband said, well, we should go out together. Expand my business. Expand my business. Well, international partners want to make it on Sunday morning. So I don't think I'm going to be in church because we have partners. They are foreign partners, foreign delegates. Whatever name you call them. <laughs> Did you just get what I just said now? Mm. That's the only thing compared to God in the Bible, mammon. Say so you cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon has power to demand for your worship. This is the reason why <laughs> see the end of every matter is sacrifice. And I ended up first service by saying that all truths are parallel. There are some things about the realm of the spirit that are consistent, whether God's realm or Satan's realm. Number one, all spiritual realms are invisible to normal eyes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Number two, all of them need man to cause things to happen there. So whether you are Yoruba or Igbo, you would have seen it in ancient movies. There's a plague in a land or server. It's going to lead to, they're going to call the chief, native daughter. It's going to tell them that there is a sacrifice. It's a parallel truth. It's true. It's a principle. That's what Bible says, like, gathered unto me. So we read for service. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Psalm 126, verse 5. He that goeth forth, verse 6 says, He that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed. There is a reason. Don't just weep. If you weep without seed, you continue to weep. <sighs> Those who sow in tears, when you have tears, it's time to sow to stop the tears. Because Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a seed. Mark 4.26 So the seed principle is a principle on which the kingdom is built upon. And then Jesus said it this way in John 12.24 Except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies. You don't multiply in the kingdom until you become a giver. Are you with me? And at the end of the day, we're going to talk about three types of sacrifices, or we call them seeds. But that's not for, for now. Sacrifice of praise, which is also sacrifice of thanksgiving. Seed of words or prayer. And seed of material things. Or of your body. Those are the three realms. And believe me sincerely, to bend life. That word, when God created man, the first thing he said to man, Bible says, and God bless man, he said, be fruitful, multiply, replant the earth, and subdue. That subdue means that certain things will try to raise their ugly egg against you. Subdue is a word of force. You subdue. This sacrifice is what we do to subdue situation. All these sacrifices. They are the threefold cause that are not easily broken. And I said for service, what led to this? So many Christians prayed. Remember where we read. The Bible says, if you do this, you offer a sacrifice, I will come to you and I will bless you. Can we look all through the Bible and see examples that God came to them? So first I we started with Noah. 
as soon as he came out of the ark, he offered the sacrifice, Genesis chapter 8. And in verse 22, the Bible said, God smelt the sacrifice. And he said, ah, I will not destroy the world again this way. In other words, I change the rule right now. And he said, why the earth remains? We saw that first service. I'm about to show you someone else. But the Bible is filled with examples. Why was it that Anna, oh God, I don't have a son. Oh God, I don't have a son. And Perina will make her life miserable. That people are pricking you does not mean God will automatically answer you. One day, Anna added something to her prayer. The power of an altar is the sacrifice that is on it. She found herself saying one day to God, you know what? Give me a son and I will give him back to you. God, now you are talking. Remember, when you offer sacrifice, I will come to you. Are you with me? Let that work keep bringing you about that uh, uh, Exodus 24, uh, 20, 24. Let it stay with you. It's the foundation. This is the almighty God talking. He said, when you offer, so he came to Noah, when Noah did. So, a woman who had been buried was praying, also one day she found herself saying that, beyond me asking for his, I'll be asking for a son. But I'm not talking to you about what I want to put on the altar. You know what? Give me the son, and then I will give him to you. I will not even enjoy the luxury of the son living with me. I'm going to give you. God said that. Hey, hey. Son, when she gave Samuel, 1 Samuel 2, Anna had five more children. Why is it that at this realm, God responds, we will not be able to exhaust this on earth. What is between divinity and sacrifice? Whether God or Satan, the same thing. Why are they attracted to what God spoke his own? He said, when you do, you will call me to action. He said, I will come to you. Now, I quoted the man, but I want us to read about the man now. So, you, you just saw it in Anna. But, Balaam, Balaam that God told not to go, and he went. He was operating in disobedience, yet God kept speaking to this guy. Numbers 23, let's, start, let's read verse 4. You know, I want to say to everybody in church, a few people have met me here. Oh, pastor, my business, that this one, that one. At times, there can only be one thing, and this thing answers it to see. Yesterday at Mercy Encounter, we knew by the Spirit that the favor of God came mightily on us. The Lord said something to me in the morning. I just said, Lord, well, go back to last Sunday service. When I announced Mercy Encounters, I said that every member of the church should be there. And in first, second and third service, I said it repeatedly. That rain or no rain, you should be there. How many of you remember? But you know it rained that morning. It started 6.30. I didn't like it. I said, Lord, I never thought about it. And he said, why did you add rain or no rain? They didn't know. So, of, so <laughs> you know, I was just like, because I've had a very long night. So, like I told them, in the, first, in the morning on Friday, I was preaching in camp, redemption camp, for somebody who was having a camp meeting there. And then I took morning session in the morning. Then I took evening session in the night. I came up 8 o'clock and prayed till 9. And immediately, my son Roki just drove to Abeokuta for a vigil. And then from the vigil in Abeokuta, we came for Mercy Encounter. So when, when in the morning, 
So when I was coming, so I, so we just drove home to pick my clothes, and then we came here, and I was just like, ah. when I saw the rain, I said, Lord, what do I do? I felt like ask for mercy. They don't notice that the rain stops and just stop like that. Listen, but I'm learning to be careful with our words. When you're having a program and you say rain or no rain, whether it's rain or let rain, don't be the one causing it. Because Satan will capitalize on that. He will. He hates anything good. When rain could have started nine, why six thirty? You can't stop rain from raining, but you can pray that it should not disturb your own events. I get what I'm saying. Ah. <laughs> so I will not say rain or no rain again. I'll just say come no matter what. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you is somebody with me? <laughs> Praise God. Oh dear Lord Jesus. What is it about this thing? So let's read about and let's start from verse 20 from verse uh, 2. And Balak did, or start from one. Balaam said to Balak, Build me here seven offers and prepare here seven oxen and seven rams. Next verse. Balak did as Balaam had spoken and he offered a bullock, offered every other bullock and a ram. What happened in verse 3? Stand by your burnt offering. I will go, paraventure, the Lord will come to meet me. Next verse. Everybody read it together at the beginning. Just stop and God met him. Let's go to verse 12 of the same chapter. And he answered, I will only say what God has told me when he blessed them and the king was angry. Verse 13. And he said, Come, I pray thee to another place that thou mayest see them. You only see a part of them and curse them for me. Verse 14. And he brought him to Ophida and he built seven altars and offered a bullock and a ram on every altar. Next verse. And Balak said, Stand here by your burnt offering while I meet the Lord yonder. Verse 16. Everybody say the next thing again. Does this look too like a principle? This is someone who is not even pleasing God at this moment. Who taught Balaam about the power of sacrifice? There was no time they put something on that altar that God did not meet with him. The Bible says, and God met him. All over the world. There are Christians praying that God will come true for them. I don't use words like that, but there are those who ask it. One of the reasons why there will be tears in heaven is that many will find out that you are the one delaying the days of manifestation. Some things that you thought was God, now you are knowing that it's not God. A seed cannot grow inside your wardrobe. If you decorate a box and put a seed there, no. A seed must leave you and enter the ground. And it multiplies. Are you getting what I'm saying? Those who sow in tears, 
that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed. That word precious, it means that the seed is precious to the person and it is precious to God. Delays, destructions, all these things can end in the moment when believers follow this principle. Attracting divine attention to yourself is part of what we are talking about. Hallelujah. Uh, at times, praying without sacrifice is like altar without not. Remember what I told you last week. I don't know which service I said it. I was the president of Scripture Union Fellowship in my secondary school. I'm still a member of Scripture Union now. And we're to have Christian day, day for all Christians to just gather in my school. I wanted to, to be a big program. I wanted to feed everybody in attendance. And we did not have enough. And I told that I was in a church on Sunday, Jubilee Christian Church by Pastor Kunladeshino. It was a day they were giving things to the less privileged. People were told to bring things. I got to hear about it. My cousin, who was then a doctor in America, much older than myself, almost 20-something years older, a doctor in America, came to Nigeria about two weeks before then and bought me this beautiful stuff, the best I had then. I kept it in the wardrobe, waiting for the day of manifestation. You know, all the events that happened that time, they were not what... You know, you look at the clothes, look at the events. Uh, no, 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 this is... Uh, so, waiting for an event that will happen, that will use it to launch. And I felt like, take it... You know, I was trying to explain to God that people were giving what they were not using more. So, let's put I too can pick some clothes. But he said, No. You have a meeting and you are trusting me for something. Why does God do this to us? The fullness of it, we don't know. But I know something that what happens is that the divine power and presence is brought in. Sacrifice shows an end to yourself and the beginning of a higher person taking over the matter. And I went to the altar and dropped it and I left it. That was the first time in my life that I saw multiplication of money. And I mentioned the name of the lady last week. She was the one who skipped money for, you know, we didn't have a camera, just secondary school fellowship. She told me I was, was in her bag in the morning that she was keeping. She mistakenly forgot the bag in the classroom, went to assembly. I remember the assembly ground when she remembered she was feeling like this. Because we had some tips, some spiritual tips in our class then. Now, if you put 30 bags down, put one inside one, but that's the only one they will go for. By the spirit, they will know. This is the one with money. So she was scared that, ah, the money of the old fellow, she had put it in the bag. So immediately, they, we finished singing national anthem, and she ran ahead of everybody to pick her bag. And she checked, the money had multiplied. We were, then parents started giving, and the meeting ended. 
on the day of the meeting, we didn't need anything. Fine, we had excess. But I just said it jokingly. I said, let's say, I said, Lord, we believe you for 90,000. You've given us 88. Even though we don't need the many two again. People brought food, uh, brought food, my tongue. We don't. I said, but you are a complete God. And I forgot about it. Our English teacher, Mr. Bolaniwa, he just came in between the meeting and he pe- entered the hall. So what's going on there? So Christian, so Christian, which one is Christian Day? Somebody tried to say, well, I don't know what you guys are doing, but then let me give some to us. And he pulled down, let's say two on. It remained 500, and that was the equivalent. And he brought out the 500 from his front pocket and gave me. And I said, Lord, you are amazing. What has come upon us as a church and as a people? The time has come. I am asking you, see, I told them first time is when we fast and pray. It is not the empty stomach and the stabbing of yourself that gets the job done. It is to energize you to pass a test. Many times the test will be that the Lord will tell you to do something. And this is where many people shy away. Because fear will keep many away from it. Yeah. What I've shared with you, the church is not doing any program we are not raising. I'm just telling you what you should live by. It is the most criticized message all over the world. Why? Because mortal men don't like this. Yeah, those who are speaking against Christians are going to places to offer sacrifice. But they abuse Christians and they are collecting their money. Make no mistake about it. You don't give your money to a man by giving in church. You don't give your money to a man by giving in church. When you pick the Bible, you see black and white letter. Are you reading ordinary book? No, that's the word of God. Where is the God of the world? You can't see. Are you with me? Glory to God. But these are eternal principles. Multiply your speed in life. Multiply good things going on in your life by paying attention to what I'm sharing with you right now. And I'm about to stop. My heart is going in particular to people who have had very low moments. Honestly speaking, impressed men were there that day when Elijah went to the widow's house and she said, this is our last food. And they collected the food and ate it. Facebook will report it. Our pastor only. And I still see the same. That was why Jesus answered Judah the way he answered. Judas. The woman bought oil and poured it on Jesus. They usually pretend as if they are speaking for the poor. Whereas a poor Christian who does not want to remain poor, this is the way out. People can only give to you once or twice. But is that where you want to remain? And out. What about if your life demands what no man can help you to do? If you come up with a vision that will cost you 15 billion, who will help you with that one? You must know the power of God yourself. Yeah, these things are available to all. Just picture in our time, Elijah going to people's house and the woman saying that this is the last food we have. After this, we are going to die. And the man collecting the food and eating it. Twitter will burn the following day. And there will be Christians who will join them. You see, is that what God asked us to do? Whereas, she was going to eat her last meal. Instead of you eating your last meal, why don't you give it? It can multiply. If they were there, 
when Jesus collected the five loaves and the two feet from that boy, they will react. See, it is easy for you now because you are reading it now. What about then? Oh, you want to multiply bread? Why must it be my own bread? My lunch, I must give you for you to multiply. You that you are claiming to multiply, so multiply for all of us, don't collect mine. But it's a principle, sacrifice. Precious. You know, there are Christians, you've done a lot of wonderful things. You have never given a precious seed to God. In other words, you and God have never had a conversation where it tells you something that tears you apart where you give. All you do is what is convenient at all times. You have never been like David who said, I will give nothing, I will not give to what will cost me nothing. Yes. One day, Pastor Deboe made a statement. He said, many of you in this church, you work in places, some of you earn tight, you, you, you earn in heavy figure, maybe you give tight of 50 million or whatever. He said, so I cannot match some of you in tight. He said, but nobody here beats me in offering. And one usher gave us an idea one time of how much they came to their church. There were seven in the church. And they went to one church in the village to do service. They just said, when they left, the church became rich. <laughs> you want that kind of visitation? They knew where the whole thing came from. I don't, there are people on earth now who every Sunday don't give less than 30 million of free every Sunday. It is a sacrifice. Praise that you dance to as choir is singing is praise. It's not sacrifice or praise. The one you do when your head is pounding, the one you do when bed is calling your name, your bed is calling your name. You understand? You want to sleep and to add to it, rain is now falling. And it looks like a time to change gear. And the king says that, son, can you just get up and praise me for 30 minutes? If you do it, that is sacrifice of praise. But if you already dress up and you're happy and choir is beating, creator of the universe, and you're like this, yes? They just say that this is convenient. The king, that's why it is called precious, precious seed. It is precious, and your king also knows that it's precious. Yeah. You know, when somebody said that God loves a chef guy, which he quoted from the scripture, somebody told him one day that cheerful giver, it is true. But there are some givings that when you are done, you are not cheerful. <laughs> there are sacrifices that you can be sick for one day after giving it. You go home, you know you have obeyed God, but you are sad. Because something, that's what it means to say precious seed. You are angry. Not that you're angry with God, you are just angry. <laughs> uh, so you think Abraham was singing when he was taking Isaac with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a... <laughs> with a knife, imagine, with a knife in his hand and he's whistling. No one like you is it? Abraham, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, we, we are going to offer something. I'm fine. 
or he was going and was saying, I hope this one guy will change his mind. <laughs> this only said, Lord, why, why, why not Ishmael? <laughs> and God was specific. He said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love. Okay, you are even, even the saying you are making it more difficult for me. There are testimonies that are we have to repeat or stories because this is dimensions. So I told them for service, and I'm saying it again. Many of you were not here at that time. We were not here when this church was 20. And I said, Lord, help us to grow to 50. And I fasted Monday to Sunday morning. And we grew from 20 to like 14. It was hard. That happened many times that time. Pastor Money was there, she can tell. Oh, I mean, those were the days, holidays. And after service, I see like a consolation prize. I was sad. But I didn't show it. I preached and I went to sit down. And my somebody just came to church and I think gave me 1,000 or so that time. 1,000 looked huge that time, like a consolation prize. I said, well, the church didn't grow, but at least there's something to buy. So I brought TFC. It was my favorite eatery then. I love that chicken. So I bought chicken and fried rice. At least I would, there was a little joy. Now when I get home, I wait. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have made it a takeaway. But see, God can set you up. <laughs> I bought takeaway. <laughs> and as I enter my gates, I was saying, Shall I take away there? He's here. I'm like, his gates man, Sabo. Sabo's daughter, I mean, was just there, one small girl. And the Lord said, give her that food. She was wearing a hijab. I said, again? I was... I didn't ask about here. I entered the house with the food. I said, this one? <laughs> if God told me to fast for another seven days, it would have been easier for me. Because I, I have fixed my mind on this one. I said, look, you know I can't disobey you. So I came back outside and I gave the girl. She looked right left to be sure her parents were not there. And hid under the staircase and devoured the food. I stood for about 30 seconds when I started eating. Honestly, it was like she, I was the one she was eating in the plate. <laughs> I see. When she pulled the meat, she, like, she pulled my liver. <laughs> so I told her, I said, you better don't see. So you don't kill yourself. So I left. But you know, as if fresh life was injected into our soul of David. Who would have thought that food? I pray. May you be counted worthy to pass any test that comes your way. Are you with me? I said this for service. Naming your business the name of a Christian name is no way to connect God to that. You call it Saint Peterson, thinking that that will now make God to be committed to it. No. If you speak God's word over what you do, if you praise God, sacrifice or praise over what you do, you get to office worn out. You have made up your mind. Maybe the first thing you do when you step in is to give quality praise and the last thing when you do, that you do when you leave is to praise God. Then there are words of prophecy you speak. Seed one, seed two. 
what say one say two praise worship and then the third one there must be something substantial from that business that goes into the kingdom that is how to connect the two some are still debating tithes that is the least level you mean i will start a business and give god 10 percent god forbid and I will stand before him and say, all that is dying is mine. You know, it's your business. It's your business, Lord. How can you give one now? <laughs> See, there are some statements that Christians should stop using. I'm all yours, Lord. I'm all yours. But you have areas of your life that you have not given to God. My body is your sanctuary. But you wear whatever pleases you. You know, we make statements, but we don't really demonstrate them. If God is the owner of your business, you will sit down with God in that your shop and pray and ask God, what belongs to you here and what belongs to me? You are the owner. What do you want from this thing? See, God is not wicked. You understand your investment to do. But why don't you let him be the one telling you what you should do? Is somebody with me? Praise the Lord. So many seasons will change. As you follow what I'm doing now. We are being endowed with favor. Normally, I won't say this. Of course, you don't know uh, the person I'm talking about. Or you don't know the person that wrote the testimony. I, I'm not going to say. Please, if you are watching, don't misunderstand what I'm about to begin to say. I'm not asking anybody to do anything for me. I'm only drawing an inference to talk about what I just said. I don't need. God has been so gracious, so, 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 so gracious to me. If I ever say it here that I need something, before we go home today, there are people who will respond. If, for instance, I say that I need 10 million to do something, that there are individuals in this church, that before I go home today, they will do that. And you know the funny thing? It's not here only. Some of them are watching, and I don't want to appear to put anybody on the spot. Last week when I was in Atlanta, Every, every friend that when you are together, maybe 80% of people that I call to greet. Oh, how are you? How are you doing? Are you coming to our place? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not coming to Texas. I'm not coming to New York. I'm not going to this other area. Just the next person will be that. Sorry. Is there somebody around you that I can trust somebody to can withdraw and give you? First person, second person, third person, fourth person, fifth person, everybody, the same thing. At the airports, we are at the lounge. When we're about to leave Nigeria for the Atlanta, as I sat down, I just saw the AG of Redeem. He walked in. I happened to know him. Not directly on one on one. And I started to pass that day, boy. And in the restroom, he was washing his hand. What I wanted to use to buy something, I just woke up. I said, Sir, I know you're the AG of Redeem. And I knew that. I said, Sir, I want to give you this, sir. 
It's not that they prayed. We, we landed and things started happening. Yeah. Someone that was taking me around. Her husband is here. I know she's watching also now. Her husband is here. Because she was the one that was receiving all those money and they said that, ah, what's going on? <laughs> so I had to tell her the story that she said that she's not a magic. She said, all your friends that called were just asking my account number. Now, this is the funny thing. Her husband is here. Her husband goes to this town. He comes to America, but she lives there with her children. And she said, she just came before me. I said, you know, Bashola, I told my husband, my husband called me and said that we two should give you. <laughs> I know she was worried that the husband won't give you, but he's asking me. And he's not even, he doesn't, it's me that really knows. My husband doesn't know you much like that. But he said, he just called and he said that. The pastor, he said, he said please do this. One of the reasons where at times I say this is that a lot of Christians have made it to look like God lied to us when he said we will supply on our needs. And it is because we hold tight. Yes. The testimony that was read about that international stuff, he didn't want to mention the organization, but it's what you all know. To make this young man the representative in Nigeria. I know what he said. Now, he shared a testimony with the leader some weeks back. See, before that time, he came to see me when he wanted to get married. And he gave a certain amount. Quite substantial to him then. He said he just wanted to. Then the same person saw me again after me say and he said, you know, he said, after giving that first one that I mentioned what he mentioned times 10 of it. He said, I desire to give you times 10 of that amount. And you know, he did that yesterday. In this new organization, they told him that we don't pay bonuses, which is a certain amount in dollars. We don't pay until you are work for three months. And he said, no problem. But he said the amount they wanted to give was that times 10 that he said he wanted to give me. They called him back a week after and said that we changed the rule for you now. We are going to give you the bonus. And they gave him. And, you know, Abel time meeting is come. He, he didn't even give up. They gave me directly. He said he just transferred to my account. And my account started smiling. Hmm. How many ministers as Apostle Man called me to ask for the account number. Pastor, please, sir. Can I be sure? Okay, account number. When Natalie Basi came to minister in, in Apostle Man's uh, Koinonia in Abuja for the first time, Pastor Nan came and said, Apostle called me one day and paid an amount. He said, When my account, he said, When I saw the alerts, I began to smile. He said, The alerts, I will make you smile. When you hear him say that my head drinks with sacrifice, do you know that man? Several cars given to him. The outside was just using Vesa. Now, if he might not like that I'm sharing this, all the exotic car given to him, he gave out everything. God told him that you are not using any exotic car for now. And the temptations will come. People will just come to his house and drive this one, and he was giving. At the time, almost every night they will come to his own fellowship or look for a pastor, and he will give a jeep and he will ride Vesa. I've been to his house many times. 
that which many Christians, their soul is yearning for. And you are wondering, does God really do this for people? What is on your altar? Let's rise. Hello, thank you for watching us. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to implore you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now. And I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.